Good morning. I'm John, and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for August 16th. What is it that TNA or Impact Wrestling does best? Well, that's a layup. It's clearly the X Division. Not to besmirch the rest of their product in any way, but the X Division is something so special that it needs to be lauded whenever possible. If you're listening to this, then chances are you love wrestling. And if you care to continue the conversation with me, John, and other listeners of this show, then I invite you to join the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. Just search for Daily Wrestling News Show or go to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show and click join. We cannot wait to meet you there. The group is brand new, so if you're one of the first to join, don't be afraid to say hi. Now, on with the show. Plenty of companies have done light heavyweight or cruiserweight divisions, but TNA's introduction of the X Division was brilliant for its not about weight limits, it's about no limits idea. Sure, the division was populated mostly by smaller guys, but by not pigeonholing themselves into a weight class, it left things open for guys like Samoa Joe to put on amazing matches in this division. It also allowed it to be used as a straight up mid-card title for guys who really didn't fit into the X Division whenever a storyline called for it, or when ignoring or disrespecting the proud history of the title was a vehicle to instantly get a performer over as a heel. Let's take a look, however, at one of those special moments when TNA was at their best and worst at the same time. On this day in 2009, TNA presented another edition of their Hard Justice pay-per-view. The show would kick off with a Steel Asylum match. It was the third time this specialty match would be attempted. The match featured a large steel cage assembled around TNA's beloved six-sided ring with a domed roof lowered on top, featuring a hole in the center, which was to be the winner's only escape route. It was an interesting idea, borrowed from the domed cage used in the AAA promotion, and it was bound to be exciting populated by X-Division athletes, there was sure to be some great moments. But it shouldn't have taken a genius to realize that having these athletes tear each other apart for 15 plus minutes before attempting the physically demanding task of scaling and escaping this cage was just a bad idea. Many great matches end with competitors completely exhausted, hitting a finisher and falling into a cover when their bodies just simply could take no more. But inside the Steel Asylum, the hardest part was the ending. Getting out of that cage while fresh would be hard enough, but doing so after a grueling match was a recipe for disaster. This 2009 edition was loaded with serious talent. The match saw the debut of Pope D'Angelo De Niro, as well as Christopher Daniels, Amazing Red, Chris Sabin, Alex Shelley, Jay Lethal in his Black Machismo persona, Consequences Creed, who you now know as Xavier Woods, and finally Suicide, portrayed at that time by Frankie Kazarian. That sounds like the recipe for an X-Division barn burner, and it was every bit of that. An X-Division spot fest that saw moments like De Niro's top buckle mid-air spear of Daniels, as he too fell from the top rope. A move that might be remembered on par with Edge's famous WrestleMania 17 spear of Jeff Hardy, if the hideously obstructive red cage hadn't made it impossible to catch the moment from a clear angle. Moments like Chris Sabin's hop to the top buckle to hit a belly-to-belly -belly overhead throw of Suicide, who lands more than halfway across the six-sided ring 
and crashes into several other competitors. Because quite frankly, even though this third try at the Steel Asylum had backed off from 10 men down to 8, it still was probably too many. There were multiple incidences of guys hitting great spots, only to land on another competitor or two who had just finished a spot of their own. Moments like suicide reaching the start of the angled roof, and instead of heading for the exit, deciding to flip into a sunset bomb on De Niro, who in turn took Daniels and Red over in a Tower of Doom. And even quick moments like Shelly running up the cage like Spider-Man to hit sliced bread on Daniels. Of course, there were also the obligatory huge fall moments, with both Amazing Red and Suicide each taking the long drop from the very top of the inside of the cage, mere inches from the escape, but still a long way to the canvas. When all was said and done on this night, Daniels would escape the cage to take the victory. Did I mention all this insanity wasn't actually for the X Division Championship, but just for the honor of an X Division title opportunity? That's right. All that pain and effort to find out later in the same show, you had an upcoming date with Samoa Joe for the X Division Championship. Yikes. So there you have it. The best of times and the worst of times, all inside one aesthetically unpleasing red monstrosity. It would take one more try before they put away this misguided idea seemingly for good. The fourth go-around would see a debacle of an ending where the intended winner, Homicide, just simply was too spent to get out of the cage moment he would call one of the most embarrassing of his career. But that's a story for another day. This 2009 edition got fans to their feet to kick off the show in a big way, and its four-star Meltzer rating probably could have been bumped a half point or so if the cameras had been able to properly capture all the excitement without obstruction. And hey, if it took place in Japan, no, no, I'm not going to start that argument. This has been the Daily Wrestling News Show for August 16th, 2022. We'll see you tomorrow.